the episode will start this time. It might just be how it starts. Depends on if I remember to do it or not. Well, you know, we've had worse beginnings. Yes. At good old Parababble. Parababble! Oh, yeah. Back in action! Mostly. Yep. 2017! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, new year. That's right, the first episode of the year. I know. Still at it. Still. Somehow. Yep. We're reaching, we're close to 50, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> as long as our UK viewership keeps up, that's what we care the most about, right? That's right, yeah. UK listeners. Especially since uh, our, our co-host for the, uh, the evening is going to be taking a trip with me next year. Absolutely. And uh, a pair of Babel fan tour. Sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, you never know. We, we supposedly got fifty people at least that listen, so yeah. Maybe we'll track one of them down. They can like maybe let us stay at their house for a little while. Yeah, we'll give them a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you give me a t-shirt first, though. Pair of t-shirts. So, everybody out there, welcome to another wonderful episode of Parababble. Yay! With our co-host. Yep, I'm Rob. And Cheryl. Yay, Cheryl. And of course, Me. I'm Allison. We're uh, missing Jeff tonight. Yes, he is um, on location doing research about the river in hell. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, that's very uplifting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's probably uh, looking for that guy that said Santa Claus is a demon. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> for those of you that listened to the Krampus episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are we talking about tonight? What are we talking about tonight? Oh, a certain house. A haunted house. A haunted house. A haunted, haunted house. house. Yes. The house that's haunted. the devil's home. Oh. Ooh. In New York. In New York. Yeah. Western New York. And not Amityville. No. It's weird to talk about a haunted house that's not I in know. Amityville. So, is this house worse than Amityville? I've never been to Amityville. I probably. Well, Amityville's a hoax anyway, right? Yeah. That's what we've discovered. I, yeah, people live in Amityville without any problems, so it's like, you know. Well, people lived in Hinsdale without any problems either. And there was reasons for that, though, right? Okay. I don't know. So we're talking about the Hinsdale house. Good old Hinsdale and Hinsdale, New York. Very creative name. Just like Amityville. Yeah. <laughs> like these houses just get named after the towns. Yeah. No one no one needs to know anything else. It's like imagine if you lived like in Amityville or in Hinsdale, you're like, Yeah, I have that Hinsdale house. And it's just not that that Hinsdale house. <laughs> People think you like live with demons or something. Yeah. They're afraid to even talk to you. They're like, I don't really ever want to hang out with you because yeah. I don't know if you have like haunted cooties. I don't know. <laughs> so one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about Hinsdale was because people really seem to like the crazy stories that are out there, like Skinwalker Ranch and oh yeah, Good places places that have you know very interesting histories and lots of different types of activity going on. And when we talk about the crazy and bizarre, I think Hinsdale hits on almost all of those. Yeah, and it's getting more popularity. It's been on some TV shows. It's uh, it's getting big. Did anybody actually watch the episode of Paranormal Lockdown from Hinsdale? I did. Was it any good? You know, considering it's the only paranormal TV show that I was able to watch all the way through in like seven years. Then, yeah. Not horrible. There you go. Did they have a lot of stuff happen while they were there? 
I don't remember because I forgot most of the episode. Now. <laughs> it was like a really long time ago. It was so okay. memorable. It that... was. It was. No, I do remember some things. I remember that. That's the one with the uh, the guy that was used to be on Ghost Adventures and the one girl from uh, Paranormal State. State. Mm-hmm. I remember he was in the house and he sent the girl out in the woods by herself. That's that's what I, I remember. I did see this too. Yeah. Now I remember because I remember thinking. She walked very much into the same wooded area that Allison and I walked oh, into before. Yeah. Yep. You mean you guys were there before? Can you believe that? <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this, because we have first-hand knowledge of this house. Yeah, before it got popular. We're like the hipsters of Hinsdale. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I love it. <laughs> Can we have that on a bumper sticker, yeah. right? The hipsters of Hinsdale? <laughs> yep. We, like, we came in with our handlebar we, mustaches. We liked it before yeah. it was cool. We did it first. <laughs> <laughs> we liked it before it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we only went there one time. Yes, we did. Only once for not a very long investigation. I'm looking for my notes on it right now, and I don't have any, so that's... that's well, that. there you go. <laughs> it was a four-hour investigation. <clears throat> yeah. It seemed a lot longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. And I think everyone vowed that we would never, ever go back there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, when we were there, we thought we'd go back, but then... Well, know. some of us wanted to, like, yeah. clean the house and paint it and yeah. put new shutters on. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I dread to know what it looks like today without my little touch. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Well, maybe. Or maybe a wolf. <laughs> yeah, in sheep's clothing. So, let's talk a little bit about um, the history of Hinsdale before we get into what happened to us there so what do you guys know about the history of the house anything anything interesting well you should point out that it's like when you say something's like in the middle of nowhere it's like this is no exaggeration it's in the middle of nowhere only street only house on the street and i don't know how old is it it is exactly i'm say like cheryl you know i don't know um exactly how old it is but i do know some of the history that's going back to where, like, the dandies um, bought it, and that was in the early 1970s, so obviously yeah, much sooner before that. So the property's got an interesting history. Um, supposedly, stagecoaches used to come into that area back in the day, and there was an inn not too far from where the house was. And one of the legends of Hinsdale is that travelers would come and stay at this inn, and if they had some money, it would be gone the next morning, and sometimes so would the travelers. And supposedly, there was some bones, some kind of remains found in the lake right outside of Hinsdale, as well as inside the basement of Hinsdale. And they think it had something to do with maybe some of the people that disappeared back in the early days. It makes sense. You could totally hide a body in that basement. <clears throat> you can definitely hide a body in that little body of water there. Yeah. That's one of the stories. The, yep. the dandy's dog went out to yeah. the pond and came back with a human bone in its mouth. Yeah. So there's lots of different stories, but you know you know how it is. Yeah. Something, it's all stories. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. gets started. It's like a bad game of telephone. Yep. You know, the grapes on the wrath are green. And before you notice, like, there's a one-eyed monster that's going to kill you. <laughs> and it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> so the early, early history is a little 
little sketchy, I think, about what exactly was on that property. Yeah. Supposedly, there's like a thousand Indians that were killed in that area, and it's on an Indian burial ground, and, you know, all these... Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, Clara and Phil, right? Uh, yep, Clara and Phil. Moved in 1973. Early 1970s, yeah. Sure. With the children. A lot of, they, they, that's the one thing she wrote a book, uh, Clara. Yes. Echoes mm-hmm. of a Haunting. Yes. There you go. I forgot the title. But it's a good book. And I found it crazy, like, how big of a family they were living in that house after actually being in that house. Oh, yeah. They it's were a family house. of, like, six. Absolutely. Yep. Four and, kids. And that's a very small yeah. place. There was closets that were bedrooms. Yep. Literally. So you think yeah. that's why everyone went insane there? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you never know. Could be. Yeah. That much time together. Kind of like The Shining. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that was a much bigger space, but yeah. still. <laughs> I don't know what our excuse was, though, because we only spent four hours there. Yeah, yeah that was so. enough. <laughs> so basically it was a 16-month period of activity from July of 1973 to October of 1974. Clara and Phil with their kids, Mike, 17, Beth, 16, Laura, 12, and Mary, 11. So, all teenagers to young adults in a little tiny house oh in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing? I'm going to the pond. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. That's about it. And if you read the book, a lot of the times it wasn't just them staying in the house. It was mm-hmm. like grandparents, friends, yeah. other family members. Oh, gosh. And it's that like, is a very small, small... Yeah space absolutely and if i remember um a lot of the activity that happened tended to be based around beth right yeah a lot of it like there was rumors that she was actually possessed at one point because a lot of things were surrounding her so is there any correlation you think with the fact that beth was 16 when all of this took place and most of the activity centered around her and they did have some poltergeist type activity in the house didn't they Oh, they had basically everything, yeah. Every kind of activity. Like, things would move around, things would uh, fly off the walls. I think there was a picture frame that at one point they said flew off the wall, and things would just be moved. They would turn around, something was there that wasn't there before. It was just. This haunting in this 16 month period had everything from aliens. Yeah, aliens, Bigfoot. (laughs) Bigfoot, ghosts, Indians. Troll monsters. (laughs) <laughs> no, really. He said, "Not really. really, like elemental type things." Yeah, there's a part in the book, Claire Miller's book, where she described a point where her husband was like sleeping on the couch in the living room, and an army of these little gnome-like creatures came out of a closet, and then they went back or something like that. It's just well, batshit crazy all over the place. Yeah, blue meanies, green meanies. Oh no. No, it was orange meanies. Dog smoking cigarettes and trench coats. Yeah. So, one of the big things about the Hinsdale house, too, is the hanging tree. Yes. So, that is not even connected to the house. It's on the property. It's a ways down the road, though. Mm -hmm. It's not like a couple feet out. It's down the road. So, do you guys remember the legend of the hanging tree? I'm trying to remember exactly... Because this is one of those stories that there is absolutely no proof of. Yeah. 
Just like the stagecoach one, though. Yeah. Although, if you do walk down the road, because I think you guys might remember we did this. I we did. Do and there was the foundation the of a building. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the woods. Like, yep. what is the woods now? Yes. Off the road. But yeah. not too far off the road. Yep. So the hanging tree, people would always see a woman hanging from yes. this tree. And supposedly she was from the area. She did something that someone didn't like, and they hung her from the tree. And her spirit still hangs from the tree. But if you guys remember what was there when we went, what was hanging from the tree? I don't remember. It was a tire swing. Uh. <laughs> well, you know, you got to make a negative, a positive every now and then. <laughs> But it's just, it's funny to me because it's like, you know, the ghost hunters come and they hear all these stories and it's like, oh, that's the tree where you see, it. And, you know, and you read the book and you hear, you know, people like swerving out of the way because they see this woman hanging from the tree and all this stuff. And there's a tire swing hanging from it. Like, hey kids, go out and play on the hanging tree. Yeah. <laughs> and if you need to cool off, there's a pond over near the, the house. <laughs> it does seem a little weird. I mean, I, I'm, I can't say that it's not strange. In the very least. So they start having all these experiences, and they're seeing things, they're hearing things. So what do they do about it? They had the house exercised. They tried to exercise the demons. That's right. Yep. From the father from St. Bonaventure University. It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'd rather work for a teeny bit. No. Didn't last long in the house, so. no. So, one of the main reasons why they called um, Ghostbusters. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, Father Alphonse Talbert. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, but there was also another guy too that came out. His name will come to me. His last name also begins with a T. But anyway, um, Beth was having all kinds of really bad things happen to her. To the point where she was, like, hearing people talk outside of her bedroom window. Yeah. And she was being influenced by voices. All these really crazy things. So, that's exactly what they did. They reached out to a wonderful priest at St. Bonaventure that came in and said he could help them. And originally he said he couldn't help them. And then he said he could. And he came and he tried and it didn't take. Nope. And they ended up moving out, like, a couple... They didn't. How long did they last in the home? Was it a couple of years? Like four years? Uh, yeah, I think so. Which is pretty decent. You got to give them credit for that, at least. Almost two years. <laughs> Almost two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still give them credit for that. Yeah. Stay more in a month. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would. Yeah. Well, do you remember the stories about how like Mike came home at one point with some of his friends, and he's standing in the front yard, and they talk about the way that the house looked, and how like the face of the house changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the windows. It's got that look like the Amityville look, you know, mm-hmm. like like it has a personality, like it has a face, you know. Yep, like it's Just alive. A unique kind of look. Yeah, very unique for a box. Yeah. Yeah, because that's about what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, so small. Even just going up the stairs was so narrow and so oh, like, yeah. short and, yeah. you know. And I'm short, so it was short for me. I'm sure it was short for everybody it was else. Like, it was like walking up the, uh, like a... If you have like a, an attic or something, yeah, like yeah, a crawl space attic, that's yes. how small it is. Yes. And to get to the basement, you had to crawl through a small hole. Yes. In the bathroom behind the toilet. Oh, I do remember yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then really the strange. stairs ent- 
ended right at like the wall. Yeah, they did. So it was really so small mm-hmm. and difficult, and then the basement was just not pretty. No, it wasn't. No. I could have dived down there. But you didn't, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think there's any legitimacy to the stories from the dandies? I think some of them have to be. Because if you read that book, that's like three, four hundred yeah. pages of claim after claim after claim after claim. And so many different witnesses, because there were people in, in and out of that house constantly. It's Absolutely. not just the family of six, it was their friends, it was yeah. their family members, and it was like even contractors and people that were working on the house, and like maintenance people that were coming by or whatever. Yeah. And it, like the list of people that experienced things was just endless. People that were just driving to the house, and all of a sudden their cars started driving themselves, and they would crash, pull yeah. off the side of the road and into ravines. Yeah, so an early Google car back in the 70s. <laughs> Self-driving Google car. Yeah, yeah. Uber, Uber had a whole new meaning at yes. that point. Yep. Right? <laughs> so, they have all the classic signs of a haunting. Right? People yep. are feeling creeped out in the place. People are seeing things, hearing things. They're having, you know, paranormal, unexplainable issues going on. Were they the first people and the last people to have those issues? Nope. Who else had those issues? Wasn't there a family or a couple that moved in after them that did not last very long at all? Flo and like, Joe Misnick. Even before them, like yeah. between them. Oh, yes, there was. Yeah, because the last occupants were Flo and Joe. But there were several people that came and went in between, I believe. And yeah. They didn't stay They long. didn't last. Like the dandies, two years, like, was the record. <laughs> yeah. Up until that point. Before, until Flo and yeah. Joe came. And I don't know what the situation was, like, with all of those different families, like, why they came and went. But I do remember hearing... That the house basically, like, no one had ever been able to buy the house because of the land deed. So, basically, people would live in it, they would pay towards the land deed, and they wouldn't be able to make enough or pay enough for it, and it would revert back to the original owners. And that was kind of, like, the way that it always went. It's almost like the land itself was cursed in some way, and the house wouldn't allow itself to be owned by anyone. It's like no one ever lived there long enough to... Exactly, to claim it, you know? No thanks. No thanks? No. No. Nope. We're not putting our good. money together to buy it and no. no. It's already been done. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so people come and go. Flo and Joe move in. They're an older couple. They were in their 80s, I believe, mm-hmm. when they first moved in. Um, they lived there and supposedly didn't really have any activity that happened. But I did read a pretty interesting news article um, from the Only End Times that quoted Flo as basically saying that when she first moved into the house, she walked into it and said, I won't bother you if you don't bother me, kind of a thing. You know, like we always talk about living yeah. in your space. Yeah. And supposedly they didn't really have any issues. Well, they probably didn't make any changes. They're older, so they probably didn't make too many changes. So I seem to remember, too, I don't know if it was in Clara Miller's book or somewhere else that uh, Father Alphonse from St. Bonaventure there had some sort of quote to saying to some kind of degree that he didn't think anyone would be able to live in that house unless they were like an elderly couple so that their energy was like a little more low key not like off the walls like all those teenagers living in there with the dandies yeah and this was well well before they moved in and I do remember there being um, some kind of quote that I read at one point that Flo did admit that she had seen a man come up into the bedroom 
when he had on jeans and a plaid shirt and he was holding a shotgun. The bed. Yeah. And that's the same story that Clara talks about in her book. Mm-hmm. Clara's is a little more detailed about what exactly he looked like, but it's the same description of the same person. Is it possible that Flo could have read Clara's book? Yeah. But of course. Is it possible that they could have seen the same apparition too? Yeah. I mean, I think all three of us being there would agree that there was something there. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. We saw something come up those stairs. Did we? We did. So, let's talk about our investigation. We have to time travel back to 2011. 2011? Yes. <laughs> My God. Can you believe that? I was like 12 back then. <laughs> no, you were. <laughs> I was still 20. It was a long time ago. <laughs> That's why we were the hipsters of Hinsdale. That's right. Yeah. It's before... <laughs> it was the first official investigation, wasn't it? It was. Mm-hmm. So basically, Flo and Joe weren't living there anymore. The house was vacant. It had reverted back to the original deed owner. And they were going to put it on the market. And they basically wanted proof one way or the other as to whether or not the claims were true and the house was really haunted. So we uh, got a phone call from a person we know, and it was like, hey, do you guys want to come and investigate this place? And my initial reaction, I don't know about you guys, but my initial reaction was, yes, oh crap. <laughs> yep, that's, that's how it went. <laughs> it was like a day's notice. Yeah. Yes. You got to call on a Tuesday, you got to be there on Thursday. We did not have yeah. a lot of time. Something like that. Exactly. And it was very hot. It was oh, in yes. the middle of summer. Yes. It was very, very warm. Yeah, it was. It was like in the 90s. <clears throat> so, one of the big things about Hinsdale is that like, it's almost like the house knows you're coming. And a couple of us had different things happen prior to even going to the investigation. So, Rob, your car wouldn't start, right? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <clears throat> As I was leaving to meet you guys to go and make the drive down there, because it's quite a ways away from where we are, mm-hmm. my car wouldn't start at all. Now, I had a piece of crap car at the time, but that is the first and only time it wouldn't start at all like that. It took a while to get mm-hmm. it going. Some divine intervention there? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> probably. After what happened. Because I think the house wanted you there, yeah. but... <laughs> it was like, whoa, just so you know... Yeah. This is what's going to happen. But even in Clara Dandy's book there, story after story, countless stories about people's cars failing or crashing, going to or leaving the house. Yeah. Well, Cheryl and I had done a little thing to offer some protection Mm -hmm. for the group that was going because we were all, you know, a little concerned about the stories we had heard and what could possibly happen. Um, Yes, we did. Yeah. That ended in a very interesting set of circumstances that none of us, I don't think, expected. No, not at all. That's never happened again. Yeah, what are the chances of that? Jeez, it seems to be an ongoing theme. I know. That was a long time ago, too. Oh, like, hello, six years ago now, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was way That's too young to be going to the more than, house. <laughs> more than half a decade. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were just saying that next year, 2018, will be the 10-year anniversary of our paranormal group. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. It's kind of nuts when you think about it. I mean, how many places 
we've gone in the last almost 10 years and yeah. all the investigations that have been done. How much we've tolerated each other for the last 10 years. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> sat in dark, empty, quiet rooms with nothing. Shared happened. hotel rooms, yeah. everything. <laughs> but I think that Hinsdale is just one of those places that will always stick out just because everybody that was there had some kind of individual experience. Absolutely. Yeah, because we've been on other investigations where we've only been to the place once. And it's been longer than the time we spent with Hinsdale. And I completely forget that we were even there until I'm like looking through old files of pictures of places that we've been. And I'm like, what was that place? And I like click on it and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember the <laughs> night that we wasted there. Yeah, Hinsdale definitely stays in your memory. So, do you guys remember when we first got there? We were mm-hmm. standing out front in the driveway. What happened? When yes. we were getting our picture? Yep. Yeah. So, we went and walked all around the property. And I remember kind of just getting the lay of the land. And do you remember the kids coming up? Yes. Like they were going to party there? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, because there was beer cans yeah, was yeah. all, over, all the place. over the place. And I, I just remember like talking about, like, I can't believe that people come and party here. Like, they're insane. Yeah. Who would do that? Kinsdale crazy teenagers. Damn it's tanks. almost as crazy as ghost hunting there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. What the heck? What are people we, thinking? We know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you're there, you're drunk. You know, your, your friend Jane disappears with her boyfriend. You're left there in the living room by yourself. It's like Ugh. the start of a Friday the 13th movie. Yes. Seriously. Yes, or is. a really bad after school special. Yeah. <laughs> So I remember that we were like, we had to chase the kids off, like, hey, get out of here kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. It was like still broad daylight when we got there. Yeah. Too, oh, gosh. Yep. I think they were a little upset that they couldn't I know. You know, hang out and drink their Yeah. Like, go to the hand tree. It's right down the road. Yeah. They probably had to go. <laughs> this tire swing. They probably had to go to some farm to couch it for the evening instead. Their natural ice beer <laughs> that, you know, somebody bought for them. Yeah. The homeless guy <laughs> outside of the Hinsdale 7-Eleven. So, being who we are, we all decide that we're going to line up and take a picture in front of the house That's right, right. for prosperity. That's oh, right. Yeah. We're going we're to have this, you know, and we're going to put it up, and this is going to be us. So, we set the camera up on the tripod and hit the timer, and we all get up, and we're all standing there. And then, what happens? Bang. Something all you hear like slammed in the house. sounded like the windows were slamming <clears throat> shut, but they were already Shut. Yep. So every single one of us turned around and went. (laughs) Looked at it. Oh, crap. And no one was in the house. No. We were all together. There's a picture of all of us. Yeah. There is. Every single one of us is accounted for in that picture. Yep. Yep. The house was getting ready for us. (laughs) So I think we all kind of knew at that point that things were going to happen. I didn't. No, you're always the resident skeptic, still like, nope, nope, nope. So what what did happen to you while we were there, Rob? Absolutely nothing. If only that were true. So you're going to go back, right? A million times. All right, wonderful. It's too far down south. There's too much snow down I I have (laughs) four-wheel drive. I gotcha. We'll get you right in my car. We'll go. You ready? We were there last time. (laughs) It's too cold right now. There's Uh, probably no heat in there. So are you going to deny that you had any kind of experience with the Yeah, absolutely. Nothing happened at all. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I seem to remember a much different incident. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. We can make it up, or you can tell the truth, right? Come on, because we can make it really funny, buddy. <laughs> okay, so we were investigating for, like, 
a few minutes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And this was after it got dark. And I was recording with my stupid little camcorder that I would always be carrying around. Can you believe you still had that thing that you were using it? See, this was 2011. Oh my god, that thing was super old. I am glad I got rid of that. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't new at the time either. Okay. Yeah, I am glad I got rid of that camera. I still have the video clip of this though. Do you? Because I was recording. Yeah, I I should have dug it up. Maybe I'll post it. Put it on the Facebook page. Yeah, because you could see. Like, you don't need to hear anything. Like, you could see what happens. Like, I'm just recording. We're in the living room. Yep. And I'm using air quotations because it was like a two-by-two two room. Yes, very, very small. And I was recording from the living room into the, the kitchen, just recording nothing, as I did with that camera. And I started having a hard time breathing, I would say. And, like, my camera got really, really heavy in my hand. And this was a small camera. I, I made it seem, like, really old, so it was, like, one of those 80s camcorders that we had. <laughs> yeah, put on your shoulders like a blue box. It was, a, it, was a, it was still a handheld camera. It probably weighed, like, three pounds at most. And I just remember it feeling, like, super, super heavy in my hand. And you could see it in the video where, like, I'm, like, wobbling the camera more than usual. And it's, like, going down, and it's coming up, and it's going down, and it's up, up and down. And I just start feeling like I can't breathe at all. And, like, something's, like, physically holding my lungs. Like, I can't take a breath at all. And I'm, like, about to go down. But I just stopped. And I didn't go down. No. No. Nope. Nope. Which is good. Nope. I just remember you going, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yep. And it was like you were just gone. You were outside. And then it was like, what, what's What's wrong? And I think you were a little startled by how you felt, because that wasn't like a typical reaction that you'd ever had before. Never before or since. And it passed pretty quickly as soon as you got out of the house. Yeah. As soon as I got out, I was fine. Yeah. Never felt like that, because I was like, as soon as I got out of the house, I'm still in skeptic mode. I'm on my phone Googling, like, the the symptoms of heat stroke. That's serious. Like, heat stroke, uh, heat exhaustion. I'm looking these things up, and I'm like... What the shit? This is not what I'm having right now. I, <laughs> and I none of us had sure. it. It was just you at I that moment. Sure. So. And I was drinking a lot of water and stuff throughout the day. Yeah. You know, but I'm still Googling this and I'm expecting to see like everything that's just happened to me right now. Nothing. <laughs> not even close to what I was had experienced. Well, and I think it's important to tell everybody that, you know, we didn't spend long periods of time in the house at all. Maybe at the most twenty five minutes, half hour, and then we'd leave because yeah. everybody kind of felt like that was the limit yeah. that we could handle, and then things started getting weird. Yeah. So you know, we were in and out pretty regularly, but I also remember like every time we would come out, we'd hear like the cabinets opening and closing, and like things moving around, and you'd see lights flickering on and mm-hmm. off, and yeah. you know all kinds of like crazy stuff. It was like as soon as we would leave, like it was like a party was going on in the house. Yeah. Like, I remember being outside, like, looking in and going, holy crap. Yeah. What is going on in there right now? And it just being, like, so surreal. Because when you're in the moment, you know, you're, like, in ghost hunter mode. So you're trying to, like, figure everything out and explain it and be like, well, maybe that's that. Or, wow, that's really cool. Of course, yeah. But then, like, after you have some time to really think about, like, what that was like, that was pretty messed up. Yeah. (laughs) You just didn't know if it was the house trying to make you leave or trying to keep you captivated to stay, you know, because of the fact that being 
what we are, you know, we're always investigating, that that would bring us back in to see what's going on as opposed to maybe someone that happened to be there and wasn't ghost hunting that would be enough for them maybe packing up and heading home. It was just crazy. Yeah. And that happened to you <clears throat> really right at the beginning of the night. Yeah, it was right yeah. away. It was, like it was probably thing. because I was the negative Nancy of the group, like thinking, oh, here's another big famous place. Because I think that was the summer that we hit up Eastern Hills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Madison. Madison. Eastern State. Not Eastern Hills. That's a yeah. mall. It's dead yeah. over Eastern here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Like, we know what you meant, though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Eastern, Eastern State, State was so super, super active of cockroaches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yep. They were, it was active. I've never seen that many cockroaches in my life. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Except on TV, a horror movie. Yep. So that was scary. <laughs> I just yes. remember the trip for beer. Oh, yeah. Eastern Hills. Yeah. Eastern State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eastern State. <laughs> Eastern Hills. I forever remember <laughs> But you're right. Yep. I think there was yeah. like three or four like, heavy hitters. And there was hitters. one other mm-hmm. heavy hitter that year that was big but I don't even remember it now and that's how forgettable it was where's so the, we were on a bad losing streak where's of, the one that had you have to walk through the bats to get to the Jesus room that was um Mansfield Mansfield wasn't that the same year that we did we did Mansfield we did an eastern state and then there was one other big one that year what was it I don't think it was Madison Seminary no that was a couple of years later and that wasn't a big heavy hitter and it was just cat Peter. Oh, it was, uh, but this one wasn't too disappointing. It was um, Kentucky. Oh, Waverly Hills. Waverly Hills. Yep. Which, there was things here and there, but it wasn't, no, it wasn't as crazy as, I would like to get in there on our own, because it was a public hunt. Me too. But. Yeah, public hunts are tough. Yeah. And it was set up like a haunted house. Yeah, some of it was. it a little weird. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first floor. House. But we did have some kind of cool stuff when we broke away from the group and we were just kind of doing our own thing. Yeah, we had our, the own floor, our own floor to ourselves a few times. So you totally went in there thinking this is not going to be anything. Yeah, because we had spent some time in there during the day and I'm like, oh, there's, I don't really see anything happening here. There's not much to this house. There's like three mm-hmm. rooms to it. Yeah, it was, it was quick to see everything as far as the layout because it's so small. Well, and remember how vandalized the house was? Yes. Remember how, like, there was beer cans all over the place yeah. and the ceiling and the kitchen was yeah. falling in? Yeah. yeah, like, the fan was... And then didn't you go down to the basement to try to get the power on? That's how I almost died. Yes. <laughs> you almost became a ghost of Yes. Too? Yes. Because they told us that there was power in the place. And we got there and there's no power. It wasn't there water all in the basement, there too? Sure it was, was scary. <laughs> but like, oh, should I be trying to play with electricity and there's my, water here? My dumbass is down there in the big puddle of water, <laughs> flicking the electrical boxes, which is like, oh, let's see. And I didn't know there was water, though, underneath until, like, I was already playing with the, uh, the breaker box. <laughs> yeah. And then I, like, shine my light down and I'm like, oh, it's flooded out down here. Yeah. I probably could have just died. Yeah. But. And then I would have been one of the ghosts there. I know. We would have yeah. came back to visit you then. Yeah, then you You'd be the only reason we'd come back to yeah. visit. <laughs> Absolutely. So, that happens to you. We had another person that we were with that basically had a coughing fit. Couldn't stop coughing. Do you remember that? That was towards the end of the night. Yeah. Um, Cheryl, you had a pretty unique experience. 
Yeah, my experience, again, like I said, you know, sometimes you weren't sure if the house was trying to keep you there or push you out. And while I was there, I found that I was kind of drawn in, where I was thinking of ways that maybe we could come back to the house and rehabilitate it and get it looking nice again. And therefore, I was thinking about how much I could spend so much time there. And it was really an odd thing because it's not, I mean, we all like to help people and do things like that, but normally I'm not trying to go to a crazy little box of a house somewhere in the middle of nowhere and try to, you know, make it pretty again, but I, mean, I definitely had that feeling when oh, I was yeah. there. I will never forget you standing in the kitchen where it had the bedroom that opened up to the back of the house. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you were standing there and you were looking at it and you were like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know... If we just had some paint, yep. this would look so much nicer in here. Yes. And I remember going like, Cheryl, did you just hear what you said? <laughs> like, yep. we're not coming here to paint And this I house. was picturing it. I was picturing <laughs> loading the stuff up in the Jeep and driving it out and giving it some love. And <laughs> it just needs a little paint. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we curtains. could fix it and we could make it pretty. And gasoline and fire. Yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely drawing me in and making me think about how much time I could spend there. And, like, in a, a way that made me want to keep coming back. When I left that house, I didn't feel that way. It was just while I was there. The further I got away from it, I was like, yeah, what was I thinking? Come on now. I, I wasn't drinking, but I need to start now. <laughs> well, and it's kind of interesting that you're talking about this whole, like, back and forth. Like, the house wants you in, it wants you out. Because yeah. we're going to play two EVPs. Yes. We have EVPs. We do. Yay! So, for those people that might not be aware of an EVP, is there anyone in the world that is at this point? I should bring up the stock oh, footage of uh, Jason and Grant explaining what an EVP is from Ghost Hunters. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> Just give everyone a little background on yeah. what exactly an EVP is. EVP stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. It's blah, 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 blah. I forget what the rest, how the rest of it goes, but well, it is. It's recording of something paranormal that you cannot explain. Um, is it like when you pick up a um, cordless phone and you can hear your neighbor's conversation? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> So, we've played some EVPs on other shows before. Um, people seem to enjoy them. So, we just picked out a couple. But, um, you know, like we always do, we'll play the EVP. We won't tell you what it says ahead of time, because that's how we roll. Yeah, and we, I went into the file here, like I was telling you guys before we started, to pick out these EVPs. And I noticed that there was 18 of them saved some of them aren't that great, but to have that many from a four-hour investigation is insane. Absolutely. Because most of the time we go to places for eight hours and you're lucky if you get one thing. Right. You're yep. lucky if you get one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm clicking this pen too much. I know. I see that. This is pretty much nonsense. <laughs> you're having post-traumatic stress thinking about Hinsdale. Maybe. Either that or Jeff has possessed my hand. <laughs> From the river in hell. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So, which one do you want to play first? Um, let's see. Don't tell me what it is. Okay. When you're ready, just go ahead and play it. Okay. I'm going to play it now. So, it's definitely male. 
two words. Yeah. Yep. Shall I play it again? Sure, one more time. Okay. Please do. So this is one of those times when, okay, um, some of these I think we might have like got a sense that something was happening. We went back and listened to the audio. Sometimes you just don't catch it until afterwards. But what we think this EVP says is... It's... Get out. That's right. It just... It's horrible. It's like such the stereotypical thing right? to get. But I think yeah, it's also it's the so only annoying. time we've ever been told to get out. The only time. It is. <laughs> In almost ten years. We've asked. We've even had investigations where we've said, do you want us to leave? Do you want us... And we still don't get that get out. No, no we never do. Who, nope. Why would they want to kick us out? Right? Because we're pretty darn cool. Yeah. Absolutely. We bring the alcohol. Hello. <laughs> we bring the spice to it. No, not really, no. <laughs> not until after the investigation, yeah, for absolutely. the record. For but the you're record. right. This is like a total cliche EVP. It is. Yeah. That's why it's so annoying about it, but it's so clear, and it's just like... Yep, it's as clear as we can get it. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And for everyone that doesn't listen to the show on a regular basis, um, just so everyone's aware, we don't manipulate the EVPs at all. So the way you hear it from the recorder just now over, you know, this podcast is the same way that you hear it every other time you listen to it. Completely unfiltered, unaltered in any way. And we weren't provoking or anything there. We were just hanging out. Because we don't believe in provoking. Nope. Yeah. They they came very early, if I remember. Yep. So we, we we got one that says, get out. Yes. And then what does this other one say? This is, this is the contradicting ghost. So let's play this one <laughs> the here. contradicting ghost. Let me find this next one here. Because this came, this actually came from a voice recorder to set it up. This came from a recorder that was in the house by itself. And we were all, this is one of the times when we were all outside. So here's this one. So you can hear, I think it's actually Cheryl. Probably. Talking in the background. background. Yep. Um, And that's not the EVP. No, that's just me. You're not an EVP, Cheryl? I'm not. Not not, not later. Someday. (laughs) I hope to be. (laughs) But I haunt everybody. I have no doubt that that will happen. (laughs) So um, basically, you know, we're just, it's one of those things that we're just like outside having a conversation, you know, kind of blowing off some tension because it gets real, real dark and heavy while you're in there and just like rob said this is a recorder there by itself and when we're reviewing the evidence this is what it tells us yep so one more time so again it's kind of a whispery breathy kind of voice your typical EVP kind of sound. It's a couple words in there. Probably would have sounded better if we had our good recorders back then, but that technology did not exist, apparently. <laughs> 2011. Yep. It's gotten much better since it then. Has. So, do you think it's male or female? Can you tell? I don't know. I kind of get the impression that this one's female. I don't know why. I'm just going to say that. Just because yeah. it's maybe lighter in voice and yeah. kind of not so... Yeah. You know, profound and heavy. Right. But what we think it's saying is, is get back in the 
or get back in. Yeah. Which get would make sense because we're outside. Get back into the house is what it's labeled. Get back into the house. That yep. is not an easy. They tell us to get out. Yep. And then they want us back. Yep. Every time we try to get away, they drag us that's back. That's right. They can't make up their damn minds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of interesting because that's exactly how we felt the whole night. Yep. Absolutely. It was like you have to get out because you're too overwhelmed by being in there. And then after five minutes of being outside, you just want to get back in the house again. Yep. So it's kind of crazy that we actually have two EVPs from two different times of the night saying two very distinct things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's true for what we talked about earlier is that when we'd be out of the house, then we would hear the rattlings going on in the house. So we would draw back in to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, Rob, how many black shadows masses moving around have you seen on investigations in what? your almost 10 years? Um, <laughs> at least like four. How many have you seen, Cheryl? Like seen with my naked eye or yep. through evidence later? Um, gosh, I don't know. I'm thinking more like. Just a couple. So it's not very common. No, like one or two. Right. <laughs> On average, about once every two years, it seems like. <laughs> You're two. Two and a half years. <laughs> so how common is it to have two investigators see the same thing at the same time? That's the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, who, who was that? I believe that was you and I. I don't remember this at all. Oh. <laughs> I love how you have the selective memory about what happens or doesn't happen. I believe this was when you were upstairs. That's right. Right? And that yep. was that stairway going up the stairs. See, I remember this. Yes. I wasn't the person. But you guys confirmed what you saw together. Yeah. This was after I had been trained to keep bad shit away from me. Oh. <laughs> so I was hyper aware of everything. <laughs> That's an important lesson to learn, isn't it? After my incident. <laughs> Yeah, it was up at the top of the stairs there. Yes. Like where uh, Clara Dandy and Flo said some apparition came up the yep. stairs and mm-hmm. into the bedroom. So Claire yeah. and Phil slash Flo and Joe's bedroom would be to one side and Mary's bedroom would be directly on the other side of the stairs. Remember how you had to like come up the stairs and kind of step off and into the room? Yes. Yep. How it was like weird like, like that? It wasn't a bedroom. It was, it was a cubby no, hole. Definitely, it really was. Yeah. There was no door. It was a, It was literally a cubby hole. Yep. Yes. But they considered a bedroom. But you and I were sitting right near the stairwell on either side of the wall that was there. Yeah. Up against the closet. Yep. And then the, mm-hmm. the door where the stairway was is to our right. And all it's of a sudden... You see this really swift moving shadow black mass... Like, just kind of, like, twirling around and then just swoop down the stairs. You know what it reminded me of? You you, you watch Supernatural, right? It's required yes. viewing uh-huh. on Terror Battle. Do you know, like, when the, the demons, like, oh, shoot yeah. out? Yeah. 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 Like the black smoke. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You can't, the Terror Battle listeners cannot see me right now, but I'm making the motion of the smoke coming. Yeah. Yes. And we're all out. watching you and nodding. So, uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Because uh-huh. that's kind of yeah. what it reminded me of. Yeah, because it didn't have, like, a human shape, Mm-mm. but it was definitely a distinct shape, and it was definitely there. It's like a little it was fog-ish kind of thing. Moving very smoothly. Yeah, like, you can't see through it. It's dark enough to mm-hmm. know that it's something. Swift and fast. Usually, every time I've seen them, they've been quick, and they've been uh, very smooth. 
the way they, with the way they move. So I think what was the coolest thing about that for me is that I didn't know necessarily at first that you were watching the same thing I was, but then as I looked at you, I could tell that yep. you had just seen the exact same, same thing. thing. Yeah, because I didn't notice that you were looking either because I was so focused on watching it. Yeah. And it was really cool to be able to like have somebody else be right there to be like, you just saw that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, you know, because like the, your first thing is like you're trying to figure it out. Like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But was that the time too that we didn't actually tell each other what we thought we saw? We don't. We thought we knew we saw something, but we like later on. We waited down, till later. Yeah. Separately, yeah. Wrote, wrote down what we had seen specifically and what it had done, and it matched exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you that know, was that time we're, we're good like that. Yeah. You know, we try not to, like, make other people influenced by what we say or think. Um, that was a crazy night. I remember seeing the feet where the closet mm-hmm. was. Yep. I just kept seeing, like, boots. And because, remember, they had, like, that sheaf there that it kind of covered the doorway? Yeah. It was, like, a almost like a tarp or something. And I just remember, like, the, the feet sticking out from there. Yeah. And it was like, what the heck is that? It's like the person hiding behind the curtain. Yeah. Like, wouldn't come yeah. out into the room. Yeah. But then somebody did come out into the room. Yes. That, that was kind of interesting. Oh, you mean you had something happen there, too? What? I think everybody what? did, didn't oh. they? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had nothing happen. Nothing, huh? No. Hmm. Yeah. That was probably one of the strangest experiences I've ever had. I mean... You know, we talk on the show about some of the places we've investigated and some of the things that have happened to us. And, you know, for those of you that have been listening to us for a while, I mean, I think at this point you kind of know which one of us is which as far as, you know, the metaphysical or skeptical or whatever it is. And Cheryl, even when you're not here, I always talk about how you and I are kind of more on that oh, metaphysical. thank you. I do. Aww. Plain, Aww. you know, and Rob <laughs> tends to be very skeptical and Jeff is kind of a believer, but also very skeptical. And we kind of just have this, you know, good mix. And I remember being up in that in that room, and it was hot. You know, I think everybody was, like, kind of hot. We'd been there for a couple hours at yeah. this point. And uh, we were using the Frank's box. So if anyone doesn't know what that is, Frank Sumption built communication box. They're not very common. There's only a couple of them in existence. And one of the investigators we we were with had a Frank's box. And do you guys remember, like, they turned it in and they were doing all this stuff. And it was like, how many people are here? And it was like 17, 18, 92. And it was like all these crazy numbers that kept happening. Yeah. Um, And we were getting, like, some really crazy responses while we were using the Frank's box. And I remember looking over towards Mary's room. And I saw a man just walk out of the room. And come into the room we were in. And I'll never forget what he looked like because it's almost like, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but if you guys have ever seen, and it's so weird, like the like the 50s greasers, like if you've ever seen like the depictions of like the devil, yeah, you know, with yeah. like the slicked back black hair and the goatee and the, you know, like real kind of like swaggy kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what he reminded me of. He wasn't red. He didn't have horns. <laughs> he didn't have hoofed feet. Um, he was like a normal looking person, but I just remember him being like very smooth and like kind of calculating as he came in. And, um, we had two other people there that kind of were on the same, you know, metaphysical thing outside of just Cheryl and I. And I just remember like, 
I felt like he was trying to like get into what was going on. And I kind of remember, I kind of don't. Um, it was just a really weird experience. It's the first time that it ever happened to me. And I had talked to, um, you know, a friend of ours, good friend, Tim Shaw, about what that was like, like why that happened. Because I felt like at first, like I did something wrong. You know, like I shouldn't have let my guard down. I shouldn't have like, absolutely, yeah. you know, like yep. what's wrong with me that I couldn't, you know, control. I didn't have enough yeah. armor on, you know, I was like, I felt like I was protected and I was good. And just, I think how nervous everybody got around that situation made me like feel like something wasn't right with it. But when I had talked to Tim, Tim basically said, you were probably starting to go into like trance. Like you were picking up on something and, you know, maybe even like the beginnings of some channeling. And I really wish now, you know, in hindsight, that I had gotten the opportunity to maybe engage with that a little bit more. Yeah. Because I now know that it wasn't like a fearful thing. Like, nothing was going to hurt me. I mean, Cheryl was there. She would have, like... I would have picked that Reese's butt, man. <laughs> she would have, like, came across. You but got it. It's kind of weird, too, because that look is very attractive to me. You know, like, I, I like that look. And I think that it's not so much that that was something that was associated with Hinsdale or... Um, because it kind of reminds me of Richard Rawlings from... Gas Monkey Garage. Oh. You know, okay. like that kind of look, like, like the grease back hair oh, and the... Oh, we know. Your boy, you yeah. know. <laughs> the girls out there know. Some boys know, too. But that's... It didn't... He wasn't that person, um, but that's the kind of look that it reminded me of. And it's... I mean, that showed yeah. out years and years after the fact. Yeah. So it's kind of weird how it was almost like something that wasn't intimidating, you know, that it wouldn't be intimidated yeah. by. Like it wasn't a ghost that showed up with half its head blown off. Yeah. You know? Or just crazy teeth that are coming right. after you. That would have scared yes. the crap out of me. Yeah. It was something more that kind of like was drawn me into like some kind of weird sense of like comfort or this is okay. And I felt like that until some people started freaking out about it. Yeah. And I think it would have been really interesting to just kind of let that run its course to see yeah. what we would have got, if anything, from that whole experience. Yeah. But um, I have to admit, like, it, because of the reaction that a couple of the people had, and not you guys, but, I mean, you know who was yeah. there. Yeah. Um, it almost seems like it made me feel like like something wasn't good about it. Yes. So it's like immediately after that, it was just, like, closed down, closed off. I don't think I had another experience there the rest of that night. Because I was on, like, super high alert. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if the horseshoes came after that or before that. The horseshoes came before that because... Oh, maybe, maybe it was towards the end. I'm trying to think. Um, the horseshoes, because we... No, it was it was later. It was dark out when the horseshoes came. I had to think if we, you, if we figured the horseshoes out with the flashlight or not. Which we did. Yeah. So that came, I think, later that night. So that was a really strange thing. Like, Cheryl and I, you know, the girls that were there, I mean, what are you going to do? There's no plumbing. There's no bathroom that you can yep. use. So, you know, being the consummate campers, you know, there was a... And paranormal investigators. Toilet paper the, rolls the stuck on a branch. <laughs> yeah, And there baggy. was a bag. <laughs> and there was a nice little spot that That's was covered. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and we were going there in, in pairs pretty much the whole night because, hello, you're not yeah. going to be alone no. in the middle of the woods at Hinsdale. Nope. And we had gone there maybe once or twice. You know, everybody's drinking a lot of water, trying to stay hydrated because it's 95 degrees. 
Do you remember that um, one of the investigators we were with hooked up their van to the car battery? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was, like, blowing, and we were all standing in yeah. front of it. Like, so it was so uh, hot. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, and there was nothing there. Nothing on the ground, nothing in the area, nothing. Mm-mm. And then, like, we made a little beaten path to the little area that, you know, was secluded so we could go do our womanly duties there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, somebody else came there, and... Mm-hmm. They did. It was really strange. We came back at one point. I think it was like the third or fourth time we had gone back there. It was towards the end of the night. Yeah. I think we were getting ready to yep, leave. Because then we had our flashlight, and we were looking for our little beaten path to our little spot. And as we came up on it, there was two random horseshoes crossed. Yep. Right on the ground where we had to walk over. It was right on the beaten path that we had been walking over, and they were never there before. And they weren't deep in the ground or anything like that to where we would have uncovered them by just walking on the ground. They just all of a sudden happened to be there. You had to kind of walk over them. Horseshoes. Horseshoes, yes. Could it have been a leprechaun? <laughs> hey, a leprechaun. you know? Was it a leprechaun or well, a leprechaun? Why didn't they leave us gold? <laughs> I want the gold. Yeah. Well, they left me a stone with a hole in it, but I wasn't allowed to keep it. No. Nope. We weren't taking any chances. And when I say we, I meant us, me. <laughs> yeah. You're not bringing anything back from that wretched place no matter what. Nope. I got so excited because if anybody knows anything about, you know, magical items... There's a, a whole, you know, history with finding a stone that has a, a hole through it. Yeah. It's not man-made. Yeah. It, you just happen to come across. And I pick up rocks from everywhere that we go, you know, and I'm always looking for, you know, a rock with a hole in it. Yep. And I remember coming out one of the breaks from Hinsdale and just kind of hanging out there. And I just happened to look down and right there in front of me was a nice stone right with a hole through it. And I was so excited, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Look, 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 this is so cool, and I have to take this home, and this is amazing. Cheryl's like, oh, my God, let me see it. So I gave it to her, <laughs> she turned around and chucked it as far as she possibly could. Yep. And I never saw that stone ever again. No, she did not. I still haven't found <laughs> no. a stone with a hole in it no. six years later. Nope. Nope, and I do not feel guilty about that one <laughs> bit. Not at all. <laughs> well, she made up for it because she brought me back a shell with a hole in it. Yes. So that was pretty yeah. cool to get. That and was... I have that, but no stone. No stone. Nope. No stone unturned. Nope. Mm-mm. So we have one more EVP? Two more? Yeah. Well, one of them is an EVP. One of them is not an EVP, but it's kind of interesting. Still. So let's talk about the one that's Hopefully. not first. Yeah. Um, so this one is not really an EVP. But it is from a recorder, again, in the house by itself, upstairs, in the same room where we saw the shadow figure. And I had a piece of equipment up there called the yes and no boxes, which are fun. What are they? They were boxes that, sad, that were, (laughs) they had motion sensor in them that I made here. And it's an infrared motion sensor, faces up. So label on each one. One says no, one says yes. So for a simple form of communication, just as an abbreviated version of this, to kind of replace the maglite, because those are crap. <laughs> Same idea, but this way you know when they go off, why they went off, and how they went off. So I threw those upstairs, and those things never go off. You guys know. They, yeah, they you really have to really, really be over those. And a lot of to, motion above it. In order it. <laughs> to make them go off, you physically have to have a motion... Across the path 
yes. off the light. And like I said, this was in a room by itself. And the yes box went off by itself. And it's just a recording of it going off. Here it is. That's all there is to it, but it, it went off. It's pretty amazing, because uh, again, you're right, those don't go off. We don't get to hear them, unless we're showing people how they work. Yeah. But that's it. They very, very, very rarely went off when we used them. Yeah. We used them a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. So something moved across that and sent a motion sensor off. Yep. Yes. And again, we weren't there for it, because we were outside or out of the area, and... So, needless yeah. to say, there was a lot of weird, crazy things that happened. Yep. So, none of us want to go back there. Why not? I'd go back. Would you really? I was just a youngin' back then. I don't, I don't want no. to go back still, even no. now. No. Nope. I just don't have any desire to. I feel like I know th that there's something there, so yeah. like, why, you know? Yeah. Well, if you guys aren't going, I'm not going. <laughs> well, especially now. I mean, the house has been purchased. It's been renovated. Yeah. You know, lots of ghost shows have come through there. People writing books about it. It's got to be well, kind of people always want to books about it. I mean, that's nothing new. It's just, it's famous now, I guess. So, maybe to wrap this up, we'll leave everybody with this EVP that we still don't know what it says. We don't know what it is. <laughs> We know what the first word is. Maybe. And I think we've always kind of known what that is, but yeah. we can't figure out what the rest of it is. So maybe a listener out there Something. can help us out. Has some ideas. Absolutely. Yes, write to us. Oh, we didn't plug anything this episode. This is what happens when Jeff's off looking for a river in hell. <laughs> oh my God, right? Sorry. <laughs> so where can they reach us? At Parababble on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Parababble Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, that, it's at Parababble Podcast for those three things. But our email is Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. There you go. So figure out what this says, people. Figure it Just out. Help us out. Yep. Please help us. Oh my God. I still don't know what the whole sentence is. Nope. So what you're listening for is the first word, and then there's a word after that. It definitely sounds male. It's kind of like, again, like that breathy kind of... Yes. Yeah, I'll play it again one more time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm interested to see if anyone out there has any guesses. Yeah, me They're going to help us solve the Hinsdale mystery. Yeah. Absolutely. That has plagued us. Right? For six for years. For six years. Oh this gosh. has kept me awake every single night for the last six wow. years trying to figure out what the last word of the sentence was. That's pretty serious. I know. Or maybe I just totally forgot that we had it until about an hour ago when I checked the files. <laughs> Either way, it's still draining on you. It is. <laughs> So we hope that uh, everybody's learned a little bit about the Hinsdale house and some of the cool things that happened there when we were there. Have fun when you go there yourself. Don't yeah. get possessed. Anybody Don't. can go there. Yeah. Yeah. It's open now. Go check sure it out. Is. It's like a tourist attraction. It is now. Yeah. You can buy a souvenir t-shirt. 
playing up. Can you? Did Probably. Do I don't know. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it should. I mean, why not? She get like I. All right. Gee. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> okay. Background on that that I just accidentally clicked on. <laughs> that was a noise. This I should play this just because I accidentally played it. I have to explain it now. I expose, even though we were just gonna end the episode. Let me play it. I'm not gonna edit this one in. This is just gonna sound crap, but you don't need it. <laughs> this is from Hinsdale. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. This took me a long time to figure out what this was, but it's a fox. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm like looking around like I'm Googling like noises of animals that would be around in that area. But what was weird is that we didn't hear any of that crap when we were there. At yeah. All. And no. it's it's obvious. Like What does the fox say? Yeah. That's what the fox says. <laughs> The fox we know now. When that came out, I was like, I know what the fox says. I figured it out a couple of years ago. That's right. When I was at Hinsdale. Well, hopefully, um, people will want to do some more research about it. Not the fox sound. Not the fox sound, but the Hinsdale house. I mean, yes. it's an interesting house. It's got a lot of good history. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting out there and checking things out. Yeah. If you're into that, just make sure you bring some holy water. Oh, yeah. that's the story we'll end with. So, um, just as we were getting ready to leave, um, it was pretty funny that one of the investigators we were with had a minivan, and I'll never forget that as we're all loading up our equipment and getting ready to get in the cars, we just happened to turn around and see this particular investigator um, saturating his minivan <laughs> with a bottle of holy water. Yep. From, like, the front bumper to the back bumper. Yep. The tires, yep. everything. Like, trying to exercise his car before he drove home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Home, he was driving himself. Yeah. Yeah. He made it home safe. Yeah. So it yes. must have worked. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> That's what that house does to you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. As usual, we appreciate uh, any comments, questions. Concerns. Help us. Hate mail. <laughs> yeah. Help us with that EVP, please. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that would one. be very helpful. Yeah, it would. All right. All right. I guess we're done now. I guess so. I don't know. Jeff's better at closing out these shows. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, well. Jeff's not here. <laughs> oh, well. I guess we'll... Say goodbye. Bye. 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 Yeah. Dog goes woof, cat goes meow, bird goes tweet, and mouse goes squeak. Cow goes moo, frog goes croak, and the elephant goes toot. Dog say quack, and fish go blub, and the seal goes ow, ow, ow. But there's no sound that no one knows. What does the fox say?
Tiny paws